0: Or you can find us at our website, MedoraChurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. In the book of Luke chapter 11, tonight we are going... Begin at verse twenty-nine. Praise the Lord, Luke eleven twenty-nine. The Bible begins by telling this powerful response of Jesus, and then when the people were gathered thick together, he began to say, "This is an evil generation." They seek a sign, and there shall no sign be given it but the sign of Jonas the prophet. For as Jonah was a sign under the Ninevites, so also the Son of Man to this generation. The Queen of the South shall rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the uttermost parts of the earth, Hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonas. And behold, a greater than Jonas is here. I, I just want to talk to you tonight about the greatest period the greatest the greatest lord we love you today and we thank you lord for your word we thank you god for your blessings lord we pray dear lord jesus that you would help us tonight lord in delivering your word to bless and feed your people encourage and strengthen and we love you in jesus mighty name let everybody say amen you can be seated There is a great debate in the sports world over who's the greatest. They call it the goat. Who's the goat of football? Who's the goat of basketball? Of baseball? And I'm not. I'm. I'm just telling you. I don't. I, I thought about naming this title the goat, but I just cannot connect that acronym to my lord and savior Jesus Christ. So I'm just going to simply say he's the greatest. Amen. Period. There is no debate. There is no discussion. There is none that can compare to him. He is the greatest period of all human history. And he says there was the queen of the south, the queen of Sheba, went to see Solomon. She did all that she could brought great gifts. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. A greater than Jonah is here. There are names of past statements, proud statements, statement uh, statement and politicians of Greece and Rome that have come and gone. The names of past scientists, philosophers, and theologians have come and gone. But the name of Jesus abounds more and more. And the more they attack him and the more they besmirch his name, the greater his reputation becomes. Though time has spread over some 2,000 years since he walked the dusty trails of Judea and Galilee, we find that generations have come and gone They mocked his crucifixion. They mocked him and beat him and crucified him, yet he still lives. None can compare to that. His enemies, if they could, would destroy him, and they tried, but even the grave could not hold him. Herod wanted him dead, but he couldn't keep him. Dead. Satan could not seduce him in temptation. Death did not destroy him. The grave could not hold him. Hell could not hold him. So I tell you, there's none that matches that. So he is the greatest, period. He's the greatest, period. He stands at the highest point. Of heavenly glory. Proclaimed of God. Acknowledged by angels. Adored by saints. Feared by devils. He is the risen living Lord and King. Our Savior and anointed Christ. There is none greater. There's no one that can match him in any aspect. You can search the world over. You can Google it. You could try to look up all of the history of man, and there will be none that can compare to him. There's never been another who fulfilled the promises of prophecies of hundreds of years before his birth. There has never been another who embodies the glory of heaven on earth. There has never been another who could calm the stormy seas with just his word, never. There's never been another who has risen from the dead and still is alive today. There has never been another that healed the sick and opened up blinded eyes, made the lame to walk, caused those that were uh, uh, with a withered hand to stretch forth their hand. Amen. He saved the lost. There has never been any before and there is none other today. There's never been another who put on humanity that you and I might put on divinity. He's the greatest, period. Period. He became the son of man so that you and I can become sons of God. Amen. There's never been one who came from heaven to earth so that earth can go to heaven. He's the greatest. He put on mortality so that you and I can one day put on immortality. He is the greatest. He put on corruption so that you and I can put on incorruption. There's never been one before him or one after him, a man who became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. I've come to just simply remind you with this lesson tonight that he is the greatest, period. There is no debate. There, I know there are many Christ. I know there are many gods. I know there are many messiahs, but there's only one Jesus. He's the greatest, period. Where do we go to find the greatest? There is not any that can match him. The Bible says, he said, I am alpha and omega. I am, we would say in English, the A and the C. I am, he said, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. There is none greater Amen. He who was poet, shepherd, and 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 he was the, the great Lord of glory came. There's none greater. He's my rock, he's my refuge, he's my redemption. There's none greater greater. He's the lawgiver, the light of the world, the lily of the valley, my living water, the Lord. He is the one most high. There is none greater. If if, if I could, I would go on and on for the rest of this lesson and remind you about how great the one we call Lord and King really is. We're living in a world today that is seeking for answers. You know why we have elections? Because we think the next government will solve our problem. For how many years now have we had elections? And boy, we haven't improved in 200 years, have we? Yeah, somebody say amen. Many are seeking then something that will help them and what will help them and, and got a hope in, a, in, in a, a rock star, got a hope in a, a movie star, got a hope in a sports star, got a, a hope in a team, got a hope in, in, in this relationship and that relationship. But I want to point you tonight simply back to the greatest. I want to point you back tonight to Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of all, who, whose name is high above all, who is unlike any other, amen, they can mock him and jeer him, yet he still lives on. He, you know, there have been those that have come and gone, and they now rest in obscurity, but our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, amen, he is the greatest above all. He has the greatest name, period. He has the greatest name, period. Hallelujah. Can anybody tell me that name? Can you tell me that name? Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul wrote to the church at Colossians and said in 3 and 17, he said, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Give thanks to God and the Father by him. Why do we do all in the name of Jesus? For there is none other name like that name. There is no name that heaven responds to. I could come to you in the name of Tim Gill and, and, and say, pray in Tim Gill's name. And buddy, that will be a waste of your time. You could pray in your name and that'll be a waste of your time. You could pray in the great names like Winston Churchill and, and John Kennedy, and you can pray in the names of Ronald Reagan and George Washington, and I won't get you nothing as well. But the Bible said that if I pray in the name of Jesus, amen, Paul, uh, Peter declared, the heavens must Receive it. The heavens must receive the name who is the greatest of all. So I'm going to pray in that name. I'm going to praise in that name. I'm going to preach in that name. I'm going to bless in that name. I'm going to baptize in that name. He has the greatest name. He has the greatest name. A name in Scripture represents the essence of who that person was. It represents their character, their reputation, their authority, all wrapped up in their name. If I said today the name Nero, you would think perhaps of a dog. Nero was a great leader of Rome, but now people name their dogs Nero. Nero wanted to stuff out Christianity, but oh, his name, Jesus Christ, still lives on. Can you say amen? amen? Jesus said we're to pray in this manner. He said we're to pray in Matthew 6 and 9. He said pray in this manner. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Why are we going to hallow his name? Why are we going to make his name holy? Why are we rendering and treating his name as holy? As the word hallow means, it's the greatest name. It ought to be handled with care. It ought to be handled with consecration and sanctification and hallow it. Make it holy. Hallelujah. God doesn't have to have us do his name to be holy, but his name is holy all on itself. But if we're going to approach him, we need to come with uh, hallowed be thy name. Can you lift your hands and hallow the name of Jesus right now? It is in the name of Jesus that we receive what we need. His name refers to his attributes and his characters that are revealed by that name. The name describes who God is and embraces all that he really does. Hallowed be his name. It's where we say, I want to know him, so I'm going to hallow him. In hallowing the name, we are making a, a, a revelation of him as being holy and wonderful and the greatest We're called to hallow his name. We're called to hallow his power, his wisdom, his holiness, his justice, his mercy, and his truth. The psalmist said it like this. Oh, magnify. Psalm 34 and 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. How do you magnify it? Amen. You put an amp on it and you lift the level of it up. How do you magnify the Lord? You just take it to another level. You see amen, in a man in a, in a telescope, it reaches out there to that far star and brings it in close. I'm going to magnify the Lord by looking through his word and I'll see his name as the greatest and I want to bring it in close. Oh, magn- I can't live without that name. I can't walk without I'm telling you, I need the name of Jesus. I know I'm preaching to the choir tonight. You know this. I know this. But you and I need to be reminded. He's the greatest. Period. 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 Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name. Let us lift up that name. Let us magnify and hallow his name. Hallelujah. The psalmist said some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of God of the Lord, our God. I can't trust in the stock market. I can't trust in the economy. I cannot trust in government. But I will trust in the name of the Lord, my God. He also said, my help is in the name of the Lord. He made heaven and earth. Amen. If he made this world and all that, it, 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 all the universe and it, it all works together and he created the earth that is spinning on its axis and, and tilted at just the right degree, if he made the sun and he made the moon and he made the stars then surely I should make my praise go to toward him and say I will trust in the name of the Lord. It's the greatest name of all. Period. How about that verse of Scripture says the name of the Lord is a Strong Tower. Have you ever experienced that? Have you ever had a storm in your life and you run to the strong tower in Jesus' name? Have you been in a, a traffic situation and, and, and you're about to have a collision and all you know to do is to say, Jesus? Jesus that's all you know to do. Hallelujah. And the Lord, some way, steps in and moves. Up. That situation for you. I'm going to run to the name that is the greatest. Period. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. I'm running into it and I'll be safe. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord. In the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 14 and verse 11 it talks about Asa cried unto the Lord his God and said, "Lord, it is nothing with thee to help. It's nothing. My situation is nothing for you, Lord, whether with many or with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on Thee and in Thy name we go. Whoo, that will just preach in itself. In Thy name we go. Against the multitude, O Lord, thou art our God. Let not man prevail against thee. In your name, Lord, we go to work. In your name, Lord, we go to school. In your name, Lord, we go to to do whatever we're going to do. Amen. The old song says, take the name of Jesus with you. Bring it with you. Hallelujah. I want to live in such a way that honors that great name. Let's take him to Walmart with us. Let's take him to the mall with us. Let's take him online with us. Praise be to God. In thy name we go. Why? It's the greatest name. Period. No argument. His name is great because his reputation is great. Study. From Genesis 1 to the very last amen of Revelation. It is this whole book about the reputation of our king. Man stinks and fails (laughs) every time. But our Lord has never. He has a plan. He's the master designer. He's the grand weaver. Amen. And so he has a reputation to uphold. His word upholds his reputation. Amen. We find in 1 Samuel chapter 12 and verse 22, it says, for the Lord will not forsake his people. And here's why. Why will he not forsake you for his his great names? Sake. He will not forsake you for he's got a reputation to uphold of his greatness. And he upholds that in you and me because he will not forsake us. Oh, praise be to God. Hallelujah. Because it hath pleased the Lord to make you his people. Oh, thank God for his reputation. Psalm 23, that great shepherd psalm, verse 3 says, he restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Praise God. He's got a reputation. Here's why you can count on God. is because he said, I'll bring you through. I'll not forsake you. I'll never leave you. Oh, praise his name. He's got a reputation that he's going to uphold because that's what his word says. And he won't go against his word. The psalmist said, Lord, you're my rock, my fortress. And for your name's sake, will you lead me? Will you guide me? Will you show me the way? Hallelujah. Psalm 106 and 7 says, Our fathers understood not the wonders in Egypt. They remembered not the multitude of thy mercies, but provoked them in the sea, even in the Red Sea. Nevertheless, he saved them For his name's sake. Here's what you and I need to know. Even when we get it wrong. Even when we have messed up. He has a reputation of being the restorer. He's got the reputation of being the rescuer. He's got the reputation of being the one that'll pull us out of a deep sin state. He's got a reputation. Am I talking to anybody that that's where you were? That's where you have been is that you were in that state. But oh praise be to God, our great Lord with a great name pulled you out of the miry clay of sin and brought you to him for his name's sake. Because he's got a great reputation. Oh, he's the greatest. Period. Where are you going to go beside him? Honestly, where are you going to go beside the Lord? Where are you going to turn? Going to turn to alcohol and drugs? Going to turn to a world that's in chaos? Really, I want to go be in the world where this world is in such turmoil right now Or do I want to say I'm going to trust the one who's got a great reputation of even helping those that did not do the right thing come out? Hallelujah. He brought them out of Egypt. Even when they didn't remember his wonders and didn't understand his wonders, he brought them through the Red Sea and they kept on grumbling and complaining. Amen. But nevertheless, he did it for his name's sake. You know the story of David and Goliath. and Oh, David is coming after this big giant. He makes the statement that we had preached about and rejoiced about, but I want to remind you about it for the sake of the great Lord that we serve. In 1 Samuel 17, 45, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I, somebody say I, me. I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom thou Has to fight. So when we go in his name, he's got a reputation to keep his name. Amen. We can go assuring that victory is going to be ours because of that name. Oh, remember what he wrote to the Colossians? He said, Whatever you do in word, all deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. I want that name coming with me. That name, that great name, is the name of authority. That name is Is the most excellent name. That name is above all other names. It's the greatest. Amen. Those who are people of the name are the people of a great God. We have a great name. When you go down in the water in baptism, you go down in the great name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, whatever you do in word, whatever you say, whatever you utter, whatever comes out of your voice box, amen, do it in the name of the Lord. Boy, that shuts some gossip up, wouldn't it? (laughs) That shuts some complaining up, wouldn't it? That'd be the mouth stop grappling and grumbling. If every word that comes out of our mouth is filtered through the great name, amen, we would certainly be careful about what we say. Whatever you do in deed, whatever you do in business, whatever you do in employment, whatever you do in enterprise, undertaking, whatever you produce, whatever you make, wherever you work, whatever you accomplish with your hands, whatever you type on the computer, whatever art you draw, whatever industry, amen, whatever thing you do, whatever idea that you come up with, do it in the name of Of Jesus. I want Jesus on my ideas. How about you? I want Jesus on my business plans. How about you? I want Jesus to be on top of that because that's the great name. That's the great name. Whatever you do in word or deed, amen. Do all in His name. His name is the great name. Jesus declared this in John 14 and 13. You know this. I'm preaching you stuff you've heard before, but I've come to remind you again, He's the greatest. Period. John 14 and 13. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son, if you ask anything in my name. In, and I've taught you this, and I'll say it again. When you pray, it's not just simply that you're saying the name of Jesus, but what you're saying when you say Jesus is you're saying his character, his authority, his essence, and what his principles are, amen. When you pray in the name of Jesus, you're praying in his will, you're praying in his design. When you say the name of Jesus, you're saying, Lord, whatever this is, I want you to, he said, I'll do it when you pray according to my essence, my character, my authority in that name. All right. amen. Mark sixteen seventeen. Do we still believe this verse? Do we still believe this verse? These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Let me put this in modern day 2023 Vernacular, any demonic force that is coming from an antichrist agenda, any demonic force that is coming to you in the form of a serpent, a scorpion, in the form of a alphabet soup that is coming out of Babylon, amen, anything that is influencing this. Make no mistake, this is not just simply ideas. This is demonic oppression and, and influence in our world that is pushing this agenda in the month of June. It is demonic. I said it is demonic. You can't fight it with reasoning because they don't want reasoning. You can't find it with significant answers because they don't want answers. They want the sin that that the enemy has, has. Oh, God help them because there's some people that needs deliverance and they need to be set free. And the only thing that will come down to the bottom line is that who's the greatest? Who's the greatest? The demon in them or the Lord of glory. And I will tell you, demons tremble at the sound of that name. Hallelujah. I don't have to fight the agenda, but I can surely pray in Jesus' name and do damage. All right. Amen. Do damage in the name of Jesus. John 15, 16, Jesus said, "Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. And ordain you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. And whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. It's a great name. It's a great name. It's the greatest name, period. Don't, don't run over that. To, don't allow the enemy to, to, to besmirch it. Don't use it casually, but use it effectively. John 16, 23, 24. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily I say unto you whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in that great name. He will give it you. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may. Those Hebrews knew exactly what he was saying. They were taught to pray in the name of Adonai. They were taught to pray in the name of Jehovah. They were taught to pray in the name of the scriptures. And now Jesus is saying, pray in my name. Pray in my name. Hallelujah, because when you've said Jesus, you've said Jehovah. When you say Jesus, you've said Adonai. When you say Jesus, you have said shepherd. When you have said Jesus, you have said healer. When you have said Jesus, you have said deliverer. When you say Jesus, you've said miracle worker. When you say Jesus, you say, there's my answer. There's my victory. It is in his name. Amen, I wanna remind you, start praying more and more in that name. You can expect God to show up when his name is exalted. His name is exalted. You know this verse, Philippians 2 and 9. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name, which is? Which is? uh, How many of you like to hear your name? Being called. Ah, I'm glad my parents called me a name I like. Been rough, they called me a name I didn't care for. But that doesn't compare to the matchless, wonderful name of Jesus when we speak it. It gets heaven's attention. Amen. Jesus, Lord, I, I need you today. He's highly exalted Him, giving Him name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every Knee should bow of things where in heaven, in the invisible world, every demon, every angel, everything that is we cannot see in heaven, everything in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth that covers it all. He said, Everything that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, every atheist is going to confess. Jesus Christ is Lord one day. Every agnostic is going to confess Jesus Christ is Lord. Every pagan is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the great, great God of glory. There's none greater. You know, the word Elohim is rendered God some 2,700 times in Scripture. But it speaks to us that he is the only, only one supreme and true creator. The word Elohim is used of other gods, but there is only one true Elohim. He is the God of all flesh, the Bible says. He's the holy God, Leviticus writes. He's the God of forgiveness, Nehemiah writes. He's the faithful God, In Deuteronomy, he's the God who sees in Genesis. He's the God of glory in Psalms and the God of truth in Psalms. He's the one God Malachi writes about him. He's the most high God in Genesis 14 and 18. He's the faithful God. He's the God of my salvation. He's the greatest of all, period. His name Jehovah was later revealed to Moses and the Israel. And and, 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 and that name speaks of God in covenant relationship with people. He's in covenant with what he has created. Elohim speaks of creator, but Jehovah speaks about relating to those he had created in covenant. It means the eternal, immoral, immutable one, the one who was and is that is to come. You combine the names with, with the compound names of Jehovah that we often sing about. We talk about Jehovah Jireh. He's the one who sees and provides. He's the God who sees and provides. He's the God who sees you and provides. Somebody say Amen. He's Jehovah that heals. Jehovah uh, Rofiki, he is the one who heals. He is Jehovah Nisi, my banner, my victory. Praise be to God. He's the greatest of all. He's the one who sanctifies us. He is Jehovah Mekedishikim. He is the one who sanctifies. He's Jehovah Shalom, the one who sends me peace. Can you lift your hands and say, he's the greatest? My peace comes from the greatest of all. There's only one Lord of glory. Hallelujah. There's one God and we serve him. Hallelujah. Amen. He's Jehovah Zidgenu, my Jehovah Lord, our righteousness. He's Jehovah Shama. You know, Jehovah Shama is an interesting compound word of the Lord. And it simply means he's there. <laughs> where are you tonight? What are you dealing with tonight? He's there. He's there. You don't have to get an appointment. You don't have to wait to some, you know, do, do certain things. Uh, uh, say so many Hail Marys. Go before a, a priest and confess he's where you are right now he is jehovah shama amen he is the lord mighty in battle he's the greatest he's the lord of glory the lord of hosts the lord of all the earth he's the lord creator he's the lord in you he's the lord in me he's my high tower amen i will tell you today without without debate without discussion he's the greatest he's the greatest when we consider what he teaches us about his name and the greatness of his name he says you gather together in my name in Matthew 18 and 20 for where two or three are together together how in my name there am I in the midst of them. I realize that that passage of Scripture in its correct interpretation and hermetic hermeneutic understanding is speaking about dealing with relationship. But the principle is still true. If you will gather and in the name of Jesus declare it, he said, I will be there. I will be there. Hallelujah. We find him. In Mark, we had talked about this, that in his name will cast out devils. That means that he is the one that is greatest of authority. Hallelujah. He also said that he would send the comforter in his name in John 14 and 26. Though the baptism of the Holy Ghost comes how? In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I love what he said, that whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. We talked about that. Then Peter said in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, what did he say? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the the name of Jesus Christ. Why? It's the greatest name. There is no debate. There is no debate. When we consider all the names of God, there's there's majesty when we say God. There's personality when we say Jehovah. There's power when we say the name Lord. There's unction and anointing when we say the name Christ. There's intercession when we say mediator. There's help when we say advocate. There's closeness when we say Emmanuel. Emmanuel. But there's only one name that is said to bring salvation. Only one. That name is Jesus. Alexander could build an empire. Napoleon can change the nations and the alignment of the world. Newton may bring about an intellectual revolution. Edison may create a world of science unlike any other. Why it may enter in a, 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 a era of industry, but there's one, there's one on whom the hinges of history hang, and his name is Jesus. Will you stand with me, please? Thank you, Lord. He's the greatest. Yes, period. James said, "Is there any sick among you?" Then he called for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. If he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. How are we to do that? In his name. Let them call on the name of the Lord. Let them call on the name of the Lord. I want to invite everybody that would please, let's just come. If you can, there's plenty of room tonight. Let's come and stand and worship the Lord for a few minutes here. He's the greatest. Let's honor him as such. He is standing right here right now. He is here in this place. He's watching and he sees how we respond and how we believe. Oh, Lord, I believe in your name. Lord, I trust your name. It is a great name. It is a wonderful name. I worship you, Lord. I praise the name of Jesus. It is the name that saved me. It's the name that has kept me. It's the name that caused me to overcome. Oh, the name of the Lord. I love you. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. If you've ever said one time in the name of Jesus and it worked, let me tell you, it will happen again. And again, and again. Oh, how I love the name of Jesus. Oh, how I love the name of Jesus. Oh, I want to magnify his holy name. Lord, we praise you today. Jesus, Jesus, we love you, Lord. Hallelujah, give him praise. Hallow him, hallow him. Hallow him. Lord, we humble ourselves before you and hallow your name the name of the Lord, we praise you today. Lord, forgive us for taking it in vain sometimes. Lord, let us speak your name. You speak the name of truth. Speak the name of righteousness. In your name we will pray. In your name we will cast out devils. In your name we will grow. In your name, Lord, we will see victory. In your name, Lord, we praise you, God, today for a matchless day. For the holy name. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. Let's worship that name together. Jesus, mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast.